0: idea how they're possibly going to wrap all this shit up but i think we'll be exploring the meaning of deus ex machina this episode so that should explain a few things i am not drinking anything but i will probably have more coffee soon because my dog has been up every night with indigestion let's say
1: oh no what about you guys any tea i did have coffee (gasps) recently oh my god
0: he's having tea oh my god
2: i'm having a uh thank you thank you to our sponsor bigelow green tea with lemon <laughs> <laughs> please sponsor us we'll drink tea sponsor. every time yeah. i promise i drink so much of your tea every day uh, <laughs> i'm consuming it in an istanbul mug that oh my I really god enjoy.
0: that's so cute look at that
2: yeah. i got it at the airport so i don't know if they have them anymore but it was a good purchase
0: <laughs> wow as just blown our entire tradition I know I decided for
2: after like almost uh 30 episodes of not trying at all on this podcast I'm gonna like bring it all today
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's so exciting all right so now Sophia is gonna take us through what happened in this episode
1: This episode, we had, well, the episode ended last time with Hakan and Nissan having kind of like a heart to heart and knowing that they can't get the potion unless, well, they like they talk to Hakim. So, or Okan, I don't know what name we're going to choose to go by. I might just switch back and forth because in my notes, it's both. (laughs) So of course, Hakan decides to revive Okan and he finds out from Nissan where he's buried nisan slash vizier i'm sorry i can't stick to one and so basically he revives him and Okan's like oh he's like immediately scared when he sees his face and he manages to of course pry himself away from Hakan's grasp because that is not a hard feat at all so he runs away and falls into quicksand which very conveniently is like located where they are and he very conveniently runs in the only direction where there is that quicksand so Basically, Hakon says, like, I could just leave you here to die and you'll just, like, spend the rest of eternity, like, in the bottom of a mud pit. Or you can tell me how to find the formula. So, of course, Misa cannot hold her allegiance to Hakan for more than 20 minutes. And she shows up and poisons him, um, or, like, not poisons him, tranquilizes him and goes to, to grab him. And so, of course, well, then Hakon comes too. Later on. So, Faisal, of course, is very depressed as he learned last episode that Ruya did not come back to life despite his murder of Okan slash Hakim in the past and that he destroyed the potion because, of course, turns out, as we speculated last episode, that there were two vials of the potion, not just one. So, obviously, since he didn't destroy both, well, Ruya was killed with the other one. Conveniently, history will change to get the other potion somehow to be the one that killed Ruya and not the number one potion. i don't know um we can discuss that later so then see how with the loyal ones and he basically says like i know you guys want to help i know you guys are my friends but you need to leave in those boats that are coming to rescue people because i want you to survive this adventure so of course the loyal ones take a bit of convincing but eventually decide that they will in fact go and leave the the city so then Hakan says like, okay, now I'm gonna go find Hakim and Nisan. He, he, he goes to, to the Hamam because he assumes that that's where he's gonna find Nisan and Oka. But of course the only person there is Zeynep who now for the first time in the show is wearing a color different than black. She's wearing red, um, whatever that means. <laughs> so of course uh, she tells him that she's now the Oracle and she like gives him visions. Um, one about the two of them like living happily ever after with two children in the ruins of Istanbul or I guess a forest outside the ruins of Istanbul (laughs) and basically she does all of this to try to convince him that he needs to stop fighting which of course he's not going to stop fighting because that's the whole premise of the show and so then he's like okay show me where the loyal ones are because I told them to leave town and Zeynep says like, oh, they didn't leave town and shows him that basically they were killed by someone that looks like Vizier. But there's a little detail that will come in handy after and it's that the mirrors are all broken. So of course we know that something's up. And so after this whole adventure, Hakan, Nisan and Okan are meeting at this house, which I don't know where it is, but it's like some country house, I guess somewhere and basically Nisan's like let's come clean let's put everything on the table like why did you guys decide to kill me like why did all this happen and basically we kind of find out that like Alkan was in love with her for one part which seemed slightly obvious to me I guess um, from previous chapters and also that Faisal I think this comes in later but basically Faisal kills Azim and then like, has I don't know how convinces Shidinje, Sammy's favorite character, to tell her father that it was probably Valeria. And that makes Harun kill Vizier slash like Nissan in the past. So, slash Valeria, of course, because there's not three names in Sif too. And um, so that's a whole thing for them. And so then Hakan makes it to where they are and kind of tries to join the fight. But basically, Nissan says, like, this is something between me and Faisal. And she asks Hakan to give her a happy ending in the past. So basically, they have it out while Okan and Hakan, who are both her love, like the people that are in love with her, like wanting to get in, but they can't break the door. And Hakan doesn't even try. And basically, Faisal ends up killing Nisan. But his arm goes dark, a la Dumbledore in The Half-Blood Prince, and he loses use of it. So he has to glove it up. Um, in very vizier fashion. So he goes back and talks to Zainab and says, like, you know, you should have been able to foresee this and all this stuff. Um, because also Zeynep previously told him that Ruya will never come back. So he's... Now, I don't know what his game plan is, but we all know that when Ruya is not in the picture, Faisal becomes an absolute psychopath. So, of course, um, that will probably be important in the future. So then hakan and okan talk and he's like okay just give me like whatever solution there is and give me the recipe and like help me and he says you know i made the potion but like the recipe is not going to help you because this old lady conveniently was the one who brought me all the ingredients so i really can't make the potion (laughs) so you need to go and find the old lady and basically that's where the episode ends
0: got a lot to talk about. I also wrote down Dumbledore in my notes because it was such an obvious comparison. (laughs) To move on into our gossip, banter, and spilling the tea that esky's drinking. Right, I, awesome. so <laughs>
2: I can spill it. I can get rid of it. <laughs> <Pour> that tea. <laughs> well, I, on the bright side, one of our predictions—bright uh, side versus like again a shit show of an episode—but the bright side being that we were right about learning nothing about the old lady. This episode, <laughs> 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 or rather, nothing of like real value. I mean, she's clearly involved in some sorcery but we still don't know anything meaningful (laughs) yeah
0: we don't know anything about her except that she's going to conveniently come in and solve plot holes
2: yes we do love those are our favorite characters we can forget about all the plot holes thanks to them
1: (laughs) i mean same with Shidinja at this point she like conveniently solved the plot hole as to how harun would kill the woman he loves which was almost unsolvable but it yeah, I do not
0: really understand why they killed his bro as opposed to his child. I feel like the child would have been better
2: motivation.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> I guess they're immortals, but they're not as evil as child killing. <laughs>
2: sure, but they're not monsters.
1: <laughs> Only Levant is capable of killing children on the show. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> R.I.P.
2: Jaylon. We miss
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sad but true they haven't killed any children yet they haven't even shown children for the most part what do you guys think about the very unnecessary sammy bit in love story
2: yeah what that lasted entirely just five minutes and then she died
1: <laughs>
2: like okay
0: was that why he was prepping his hair in the mirror yes. i completely missed that
2: exactly they like don't introduce this at all for <laughs> episodes like two i
0: had no idea that was happening yeah <laughs> okay good to know that's a weird couple
1: also how did he survive being stabbed like in that random part of the chest and then randomly being completely fine
0: he had a lot of padding yeah i don't think the knife actually hit anything <laughs> organ related
2: He big <has> <laughs>
1: that's mean but but like why was he like in agony and then all of a sudden like writing graffiti with hakan
0: completely fine yeah that was <laughs> that was a
1: confusing uh question for me my other question is like about the oracle like how does Zaynep now all of a sudden like why is she an evil oracle giving hakan like evil like persuasion Of the oracle kind i thought she was
0: going to
2: be a good oracle i thought i thought thought they just used
1: their personalities good yeah
2: i thought it was gonna be like bran where like she's just a vessel for information but her an agency which begs begs the question why did these other oracles in the past not play games like were they really all really good and pure and she's like the only corrupted one like come on if there's like a whole lineage of these women there had to have been some shady figures
0: well and also like if the oracle knew that she was going to do bad shit with it why did she give it to her yeah
2: well maybe for her redemption arc yeah i mean hopefully
0: she'll be redeemed but at this point i don't think it's possible
2: hey a love story that we knew nothing about both began and ended in the span of five minutes anything is possible Make anything
0: happen. Oh my God! And also, like he kept saying like chauvinistic things to her, right? And that yes. was their flirtation, I guess.
2: Yeah, sounds like. I didn't right. catch that.
1: I think I I blanked out in that section because it was so stupid. It's like painting them as Adam and Eve <laughs> these Adam of the new world of Istanbul.
0: <laughs> I've learned a new thing today about Sophia, which is that she is a quicksand denialist.
2: Wow, I'm a- i I w- I think I joined a. The Zoom call, too late to catch that. That's unbelievable.
1: <laughs> I just thought it was a made-up thing. I didn't think it was real.
2: What <laughs> purpose?
1: It seems like something they made up for Indiana Jones. <laughs> especially if you see it in the context of this episode where it's so convenient.
0: Yeah. No, that was, like, the most ridiculous thing ever, but I did do a Google image search, and it turns out that quicksand in forests is a thing that happens, I guess. So it wasn't completely unrealistic, except for the fact that he conveniently got Okan to run in the right direction (laughs) to get stuck.
1: I mean, Okan is, like, a scientist. Couldn't he have seen the quicksand beforehand?
0: I don't know. I yeah, I guess you're not really, the whole thing with quicksand is that it looks normal until you step uh, on it okay. and you realize what's beneath it. But if you guys are ever stuck in quicksand, just like, don't struggle, it'll make you sink. And uh, you're supposed to like spread out your weight and then try to like swim to the mm-hmm. edge of it. But Bear Girls Man vs. Wild, Sahara episode, he demonstrates wow. in case you're worried. In the Sahara? Yeah.
2: With like normal sand? there's so much
0: no that? he jumps into quicksand so there's On water purpose. to make How does that work yeah i guess it's near an oasis ah okay <laughs> I
2: guess.
0: although apparently salt is very um quick it's like a catalyst for the formation of quicksand so it might have been salt water i
1: don't know mm. yeah i'm watching this show called the wilds and they like survive off of watching bear grills so it's funny that you're referencing him <laughs> <it> now <laughs> um but yeah I, i'm not a denialist i just think that it seems too fantastical to be real it seems like something so made up
2: you're also flat earther right
1: no <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think you're clearing it up on air
0: <laughs> i agree that the quicksand seemed more ridiculous than any of the time travel or magic or oracle that happened in this episode
1: also there's it's a question ready. we never asked which was why does the time travel always go to the same year that also makes no sense. Right,
0: right. It
2: makes no sense.
1: Because if, if Faisal could have gone back to before Nissan, oh, that was a revelation that I forgot to mention. We found out that Nissan was driving the truck that killed Ruya, of course.
0: Oh, yeah, that was good. I liked that.
1: But why? Why would you want to kill her, though? That still doesn't make sense.
0: Because as soon as Ruya died, Faisal gave up on trying to be friends with humans mm. and went to Vizier's side. So it's actually really smart, I think.
2: There's always a, a, a footnote with our um, assessments of the show. We think that. Yeah, to... it's
0: hard to remember who was on whose side at what point.
1: <laughs> okay, I guess that that makes sense.
0: Why does Vizier poison Dart Hakon?
1: I don't know, because she she says that she doesn't know who her enemies are, so she's still just like mm-hmm. trying to capture people and figure out if she's going to kill them all unfortunately
0: she, be. she got that heartwarming note from valeria last episode i thought she was convinced
1: i think she's still hot and cold about stuff or was because <laughs> she's gone after this episode
0: yeah she got an outfit change too her shirt got even more transparent less fabric even more less fabric, <laughs>
1: <laughs> even less fabric
0: because now there's like a keyhole cut out like below the bra area
1: i wasn't paying that much attention honestly i hate her outfit so much
0: (laughs) (laughs) you should have seen okan's face when he saw her coming in that outfit the last time he saw her she was wearing like 20 pounds of toga you know he was like wow that's an outfit
1: (laughs) i think he's another character that i can't figure out because he seemed extremely evil Back when it was PDA and stuff, and now he's just like, "Oh, I'm just in love with her," like that that whole section where she's where he's like, "I kept I couldn't stop thinking about you when you weren't around," like all this stupid shit. And then he's like, and then she's like, "Oh, that's what being in love is," and it was like so unnecessary. I can't.
0: <laughs> I thought that was sweet. I was into that <laughs> that he was like in love with her and they were best friends. They loved each other, and he was. Sorry for betraying
1: her. Was was she in love with him? No. (laughs) Unrequited love. Interesting. Also, like, I thought Vizier had more powers. I was surprised that Faisal could kill her so easily. Or maybe she just wanted to die, basically.
0: That was bullshit. I was so mad about that. She's the leader, and he could kill her, and she couldn't, like, just fucking strangle the shit out of him.
1: I think she just wanted to die, because there's no other explanation because she even lets go yeah i thought she was gonna kill him just with the sheer dumbledore thingy but
0: yeah i mean it's definitely it is dumbledore because he said he has like limited time left mm. so the curse is progressing <laughs> um, but yeah that was that was really annoying I, I like we've seen faisal strangle to death multiple immortals it takes like five seconds why vizier couldn't do that i don't understand
1: but I think that's why I saw his, like, power, just strangling people to death.
0: His power is strangulation. <laughs> Very strong hands. <laughs> that's funny. Are you guys mourning uh, Beren and Hacker Dude?
2: No. did. I think. <laughs> yeah.
1: The, oh, my God. They were, like, when you see that, like, when he sees the scene of when they kill them, like, they had time to react, but they just don't react. Like... Yep. They don't do anything. It clearly, did not receive the Zanev training. They're so lame. Unfortunate. No, and also
0: they spent big on those blood effects. Like there was some real <laughs> spurting happening. That was, horrible. that was
2: unbelievable. Some extra ketchup packets, and they were like, "We're doing this. We're doing this."
0: It's so funny because it's like. Like Game of Thrones, there was like graphic, consistent graphic. But in this show, it's like once a season to be something <laughs> disgustingly graphic that you're not ready for, and then yeah. the rest of the time, it's like,
1: like the PG. bloody donut.
0: Yes, like the bloody donut.
1: Also, I discovered something that is very it's confusing so to me. Apparently, the word for truck is the same in Turkish than in Spanish.
2: What camión? Yeah. For truck.
1: Yeah. How do you write it?
2: the Way it sounds, K A M Y O N, KAMYON. Commune.
1: wonder where that word is from. Now I'm like Probably. really intrigued.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's the same in a lot of languages, like um, in Polish and stuff too.
1: Mm. But like truck yeah. is such a random one.
2: Oh, yeah, a ton of Turkish words are taken from just Arabic? like got absorbed in French. No, yeah, in French. So it makes but, sense that have some in common too because it's a
1: romance language i don't think commune is the word for truck in french but now i need to it google is, it. It. it it is soon come- yeah <laughs> okay my french apparently is extremely rusty. <laughs> oh that makes a lot of sense now i was like oh my god this is such a weird connection because like it can't be from arabic because like <laughs> i mean by the time that arabic and spanish like mixed and influenced one another there were no trucks
2: well and um like the word uh like baño for for bath yeah like it's similar
1: it's the, yeah, i yeah. mean it's the
2: same word that the meaning is like very similar too
1: but baño also is like i don't know i'm just, like that can't be from arabic right or french
2: no i'm saying it might be from spanish because
1: it's, oh.
2: I don't know of any other language with that word.
1: True. True. We had a whole section in Spanish class about Arabic influence words. That's cool. Yeah. All the words that You took Spanish class? Well, in high school. <laughs> it's like you had English class. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's
0: true. That's true.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was up with Zadef and Hakan's, like, child's vision hallucination thing
2: i mean was it real i that don't was... know like I'm, i don't trust Zane with things
1: they said something about the oracle that confused me which they said that she can see all the possible outcomes so she doesn't know which one's going to be the one oh. but like that changes the whole yeah that changes change. everything because according to what she has said and what the previous oracle said they're like all-knowing Right. So how is it now yeah, that's a that she can see multiple outcomes? I don't know. That's...
0: Maybe because she's a bad Oracle and she keeps trying to change things.
1: I, I like don't understand her end game because she knows. like In theory, she knows what's going to happen. So why would she play a different game?
0: I mean, from what we learned in this episode, it seems like her end game is to move into a tent in the forest and have babies with <laughs> that's like seems like
1: her number one goal also can the oracles have children oh well they can because there's a line
0: is Zainab not immortal anymore
1: yeah good question she's still
0: working with Faisal no plot holes which is bizarre
1: well that's the thing like I don't understand what Faisal can offer her at this point that she would be willing to to sacrifice everything for
0: yeah it doesn't make sense also when she was telling Hakon, like uh, you can't save Istanbul, Istanbul is beyond saving. I kept waiting for her to say, but we can save Constantinople. <laughs> the theory lives.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was another clue. Well, there's several clues. One is that they keep referring to Istanbul as Constantinople. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's because it was very recently conquered at that point. But there was something else I can't remember that made me think like, okay, oh, it's when they were like, oh, we wanted to take over the power and, like, take over the sultan and kill the vizier." Yeah.
0: Yeah, they said we were going to take over the empire.
1: Yeah, that also made me buy into my theory more and more. (laughs) My theory, which would have made the show better.
0: So much better. Yeah, for
2: sure. (laughs) Um,
0: You guys were right about the two doses thing that totally escaped me last episode. So congrats for that.
2: I mean, really just congrats to Sophie because I'm not sure how much of like my predictions are predictions versus like se- semi-remembering past viewings <laughs> but then thinking I'm really smart.
0: <laughs> so. I don't know how you could remember all of the plot jumps in this show. That seems impossible. And you know,
2: the worst thing is that when I was watching like this episode and all the episodes of the season and-, and thinking to myself, this is so bad. This is so dumb. This makes no sense. I didn't think that the first time. I was, like, all in the first time. Really? Oh, yikes. Yeah.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) We ruined it for you. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) I was so innocent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have another nose comment. When Vezir and Okan were having their heart-to-heart about friendship and she was lying on the floor, they do a camera shot that's, like, right up her nose, like, straight up up her nose. (laughs) And uh, it was very unfortunate for her.
2: You hate to see it
1: yeah I will say she has like she has a pointy side on one of the the nose like on one side it's like smooth and the other one it's (laughs) pointy oh
0: god (laughs) I'm so glad you're on team nose now
1: (laughs) I'm convinced there's something off but I can't say what yet but I think it's that but one side is very triangular and the other side is very found
0: (laughs) i don't think we'll you'll get the opportunity to ponder it anymore i think she's oh no she's still in the past got it she's dead in the present though
2: yeah
1: remember that hakan has to go to the past and make sure that she has a happy life right with 20 children that eventually will all be protectors (laughs) or maybe they won't there won't be a need for them there won't be any need for protectors but does that mean he's going to get rid of all the immortals? In- yeah, because that's what he's going to do. But we, what are they going to do with Pirae and the other <laughs> dude that haven't reappeared? Like, the actors aren't there. So how are they going to make them mortal?
0: I think they're going to wear really big hoods. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, like they did at the end of the first season where they were all resurrected, but none were independently identifiable. Because <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been and- cast yet. <laughs>
1: and our friend what was his name who was so scary and evil looking but who sammy likes from karapara ashk Mm -hmm.
0: marigan yeah yeah he got um what did he get oh he got a pretty happy ending on karapara ashk update on karapara ashk guys i finished it all 164 episodes it's fucking amazing great ending (laughs) it ends in um what's that place called
2: uh, yeah
0: Yeah, which is unbelievably beautiful and they open a bookstore together and now they're going to take on the mafia so
1: that does not sound happy
2: oh it is it is very happy (laughs) so they open up a bookstore and they're going to take on the mafia
0: yeah okay (laughs) they're multitasking (laughs) I mean that's the dream,
1: right? That was part one. Yeah. Part two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Oh yeah. What was up? Why did they pick a ninja with throwing stars to murder the. Uh, loyal ones. Not so loyal. ones.
2: I think we've been through the fact that they had some kind of an enhanced budget, some cash infusion. <laughs> <laughs> For that scene alone. For <laughs> that scene alone. Or so, ending. Yes. With- the show for just that
1: they were ending <laughs> the filming and they realized they had some extra cash
0: I think they got an intern who's like really ambitious and they were like okay fine just like do this scene and leave us alone and then the intern went nuts <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so did the person who actually killed him was it Faisal or was it someone Faisal hired for that purpose
0: I think it was was it Zeynep
1: oh I don't know because mm.
0: she implanted the false memories.
2: I I thought she went back and did it. Like, she modified the memories, but it was um, Faisal. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure that was just my interpretation of the scant information that we were given.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it was a woman because they had really small feet and were very small. Like, it it looked (laughs) like a vizier. Well, it was made to look like a vizier, obviously, but...
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. The whole, like, the whole memory sequence was her or was a woman, but right. We don't know who the like right.
0: it could have been Faisal in like a business suit like, murdering them, but right exactly. Zaynek chose a hooded ninja with throwing stars. Let's see what else we got. Oh when they're um this is just like a little observation when uh Okan and Hakan are sitting on the staircase,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's that staircase in oh. Karakö that goes down, like, where you would walk if you weren't taking tunnel.
2: Yep. I think it's called called Kaldurum. Let me make sure that's not another staircase. Checking Google Images. Oh, no, that's, <laughs> it's a different staircase. Never mind. But yeah. Yes, I know what you're talking, but I know exactly uh, what you're referring to.
0: I guess we could discuss Old Lady, or we'll save that a little bit, but... I mentioned in the intro, Deus Ex Machina, which is God from the Machine, which is um, when in ancient Greek and Roman plays, they would bring in a little, like, doll person on a crane to be the god, portray the god, and that person would, like, miraculously solve all of the problems that the characters in the play were experiencing, Uh, and I think that is what this old lady is going to do.
2: Seems useful. (laughs) (laughs) Useful to have in your... Full written plot. <laughs> yeah, I really I can't say anything, so uh, past <laughs>
1: <laughs> Like if you have to ask me, I would say it's probably like some old Byzantine witch that stayed behind after the conquest. She's
2: <laughs> she's, trying to, she's trying to undermine.
1: Or oh, she empire. could be like like a kobnina that survived and was a scholar and. A, or an early chemist or something. Ooh.
0: She's the Madame Curie of <laughs> 1459. Of course. Should we move on into the history section?
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: All right. So today... For our history section, we are going to be discussing witches, because this old lady in the woods really seems like a witch, and Ezgi in all of her tea ambition did some research for us, so I'm excited to hear what the verdict is on witches in the Ottoman Empire.
2: I know, it's a crazy day. We're, we're taping this on the last day of 2020, so I'm trying to end the year on a positive note with the podcast <laughs> performance. Yes, so. I had no idea about witches in Ottoman lore. Um, I mean, I assumed that they existed in Ottoman culture and literature to some extent, just because they seemed ubiquitous. Um, Like women with any kind of power was terrifying to everyone, so uh, (laughs) across the world. And we were right to think that there might be something there. So I Googled and I found one very lengthy, very detailed article with extremely wonderful visual. Uh, extremely
0: aliens. disturbing yes. feature
2: uh, on, on CNN Turk's website which I mean like CNN in any other I don't know at least CNN in the US would not air an article like this it was just like a, a series of bullet points about like rumored witch sightings and, <laughs> and <laughs> ridiculous illustrations um, anyway it was good though it was like bullet points is what I needed so basically the main source of knowledge about or rather record of witch Witchcraft observations in the Ottoman Empire comes from Evriyat Çedebi's travel log. It's in the Turkish name is Seyat Namis. So this guy was, I mean, a, a pretty well-off gentleman. He wasn't like nobility or anything, but he had, he was independently wealthy. Um, and he spent 40 years wandering Ottoman territory. From 1630 to 1672, he published his travel logs in 10 volumes. Um, and he went as far west as Austria. As far east and south as Mecca and the Arabian Peninsula, he was in Syria. He was in Azerbaijan. He was in Crimea. He was in Crete. He was all over um, in North Africa. So he saw pretty much every corner of the empire at its peak. So um, he he also made a lot of stuff up. Um, this is not you know uh, an unknown or surprising thing. Of course, he wrote with the utmost sincerity and like assuring the reader that everything was true, but. I'll start off with um, what he claimed to see in, in Circassia, so near the Caucasus Mountains, um, Georgia, Black Sea, Eastern Turkey kind of neighborhood, present-day Eastern Turkey kind of neighborhood. He claimed to, to witness an aerial battle between Circassian witches and Abazian witches. I think Abaz is another culture uh, i'm not sure what abaza is but anyway so initially it sounded like it was just a lightning storm like okay and honestly this guy probably just saw a lightning storm but <laughs> <laughs> he expands on it and says no it wasn't just lightning people it was se- it was a seven on seven battle between oh my quidditch. god um, last it was quidditch lasted six hours it ended at daybreak when the rooster started crowing, so good to know that these all-powerful creatures will stop fighting at the sound of a rooster. And he saw uh, the Circassian side riding tree trunks, boats, wagon wheels, and he saw the Abaza side riding on horse corpses and camel corpses, holding oh, no. and camel and horse heads. Um and they were just like how
0: do you ride a camel head? No, no, they
2: were holding them. They were holding oh. the heads and snakes and riding the corpses.
0: Oh, okay. Of
2: course, Got I know it. Sammy, it's hard to keep up. But I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> Try to picture this <laughs> in my mind.
2: So they were just like throwing, I guess, lightning at each other. Um, and then they stopped. And the locals told him that this happens, you know, once a year. <laughs> they just like that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So that, you know, fun. Um, I didn't find any stories of witches, like, making potions, which would, which is what I was kind of hoping for, um, that kind of folklore, just because, like, if this lady in the woods is a witch, then, like, she's the potion-making kind of seemingly chiller kind of witch. But we have lightning witches instead um, in in the lore. And then another interesting piece of history. I don't think this came from Evdiyat Chedebi's records. I think this actually came from like Ottoman records between in because uh, the Ottoman Empire was very meticulous about record keeping and um, there are a lot of like letters and correspondences between different provinces and um, HQ in Istanbul. So uh, one set of letters came from the Qad of Edirne. Um, I'm not sure which century this was. I think it was in the 1600s as well. So a qadda is a, this is also a kadi. Q- it's also a, an Arabic slash anglicized word, it's basically a, a, a judge in an Islamic court. The qadr of Edirne, in his, in this particular uh, individual, um, in this, in this time period, dealt with two witchcraft incidents. The first one was actually a dude, which is interesting, it wasn't, it wasn't a woman. Ooh. And upon hearing these rumors, he wrote to the sheik al-Islam, so the kind of the chief imam uh, of the empire, asking for advice on what to do about this rumored witch. And he issued a, a fatwa independent of, of, before he got a response from the sheik al-Islam, he wrote his own fatwa saying that anyone confirmed to be a witch should firstly be stabbed in the belly with a staff. If that doesn't work to vanquish them... Behead them and place the head between their feet. If that still doesn't work and this witch is still, you know, coming oh. at you, burn them and you know, like they them. <laughs> And then HQ wrote back and said, please don't endorse this. Like, please don't. Do that. So that was uh, uh, redacted the, or t- taken back rather. That um, that fatwa. But for a while, I guess uh, some gruesome crimes might have been committed in Edirne. And then this was, this this second story is, is very ridiculous. So there was a rumor that a corpse that was already interred three months before the reports came out, there was a report that the corpse was not rotting and it was turning and red, which watching, was the telltale sign of a witch. Corpse, that the corpse, for fun. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they knew because it was underground. Um, so, and it was the corpse of a woman. So of course, none of the kind of the men who were experts in this sort of thing were allowed to um, exhume her because it was a woman and there were men, IDK. Everything else seems to be fine, but that isn't. So they had four women who were less uh, less experts than the men because again, four women equals one man. This is the number of calculus in the world. Um, so the four women had to check on her and they confirmed that she wasn't at all decomposed and she was red according to the letters that the judge sent to HQ. And the HQ wrote back to them, to the magistrate, please don't announce this to the public. Don't make a big deal out of this. Just like <laughs> put her back in the ground. <laughs> so it seems that the Ottoman, uh, the central organs of the Zero Ottoman state interest. have no interest in causing witch hysteria. Yeah, um, whereas more provincial Leaders and religious figures were getting caught up in it from time to time, but it is good to know that a Salem witch trials type uh, episode could not have happened because <laughs> HQ was like, No, <laughs> so yeah, that's when I found out the article. Um, you know, if you want to put on Google Translate and read um all the details when you do your own googling um it goes into zombies and vampires i did not read that but it seems like um aviat Ch- saw some more freaky things on his travels yeah. so i'm sure all true
0: i did some lightning battle research top, and he came up as well and one article was like well he has a picture of a cat leaping from roof to roof on one side of the page and then a picture of a young girl giving birth to an elephant on the other side of the page so you know take it with a
2: salt. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what, what drugs were available <laughs> uh, to him then, but it seems like a good time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought it's it very was really wild. interesting that there was not really like an organized persecution of witches because that was a um, like very used method of subjugating powerful women in the West. So that was interesting. And it yep. seems like although women were accused of witchcraft, including Roxolana slash it wasn't they weren't ever really killed for it although i think they burned some corpses but they didn't actually kill anybody they exiled people we
2: <laughs> will take whatever victories we can get in this department Certainly more
0: civilized than our last history <laughs> section
2: yes definitely um yeah I, that uh that judge and <laughs> agent I really wanted to do a number on uh several people. <laughs> it was not permitted <laughs> yeah you can probably uh Sophia, WTS now, Adam, right? not so really
1: cool. yeah. i that was super interesting and kind of scary like how did they make this stuff up i don't understand but
0: it was real there was a all-female <laughs> quidditch team in the caucasus <laughs> in the 17th century
1: and that's very interesting that as we talked last time Circassia was where most of the Valide Sultans came from, so. Ooh,
0: so which I don't know if
1: that's a coincidence.
2: Oh, I like that. this way Whoa, spooky.
1: <laughs> we need to
2: retroactively write a letter. Uh, <laughs> to these people telling warning them. <laughs> we can time travel. Oh, we know good. time travel. I'm that explains some of the
1: Sultan's craziness, like Abdul Hamid the Second, maybe.
2: This this podcast just turns into a vehicle for (laughs) peddling. Uh, I mean, once COVID is over, we should all go
0: to uh Circasia and see what we could find out. Investigative podcast. (laughs)
2: I'm very down.
0: into our what the fuck section which i think i have a lot of fodder for this section and i'm sure you guys do as well uh so first i want to repeat an oldie but a goodie which is what the fuck greyhounds as sophia brought up last episode they're featured heavily in this episode and they're still there and we don't understand why Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Like in the in the vision that Zaynep shows Haakon, there's like those little seedlings flying around everywhere. But there's like so many of them. It looks like it's a blizzard in the middle of summer or something. It's very confusing.
2: I didn't notice that. But yes. Yeah.
0: Again, I think that they had a certain props budget for the season and they needed to spend it. Otherwise, the money would be lost. So they bought some white fluff. What the fuck? hakan just leaving sami with a knife in his stomach like i guess it turned out fine but he literally didn't bandage him or anything and it's not like he could go to the hospital because istanbul is a crap pile at this point
2: yeah it wasn't clear that he was gonna like try to save him
0: no it was very (laughs) unclear and then what the fuck okan because I found him really handsome in this episode, and I've never thought that before. But like, I so agree. I was really into him,
1: I so right? agree.
0: Like, where did that come from?
1: No, but from the past, po- like even in the past, with that horrible mustache, speaks testaments to his good looks. That not even the horrible mustache <laughs> threw me off. But yeah, he's he's kind of. A tra- I guess it was also when he wasn't purely evil, because he used to be so evil.
0: Yeah, that's true. He was talking about how much he valued her and he was chiseled and looking good while doing it.
1: And well-dressed also.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think they changed the mustache a little bit. Like, it was a little bit less creepy. Still bothersome, but not as bad. What are you guys what the fucks?
2: WTF to myself for not recognizing the Dumbledore thing with the arm thing? (laughs) I was like almost... I just did not this is why like I think I was like the ideal demographic to view this show because I was like, wow, what a great show. And I didn't notice the double door thing the second time. <laughs> but yeah. It's very gross. I don't like it.
0: <laughs> and it seems like it's dead, like he can't move it or anything. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was Ooh. like Yeah, that
1: whole scene where he's putting on the glove was quite too much for me.
2: Also, what the fuck him for owning like an, a shoulder length, a shoulder high leather glove?
1: <laughs> but I think that was a Nissan glove, cause that is the vizier outfit. Oh, um, she was. Yeah, she that's
2: absolutely true. That's true. What the fuck his arm for being so dainty for fitting? <laughs>
1: well, it withered. I think. <laughs> also, it's his arm was was black. very weird when they zoom in on it. It had like all these like, like you know when you have a bug bite and you get a scar. Like it doesn't happen to most people, but some people have skin like that where they get scars from bug bites. And he definitely has some scars from bug bites on his arm.
2: Oh no! Oh, like he, yeah. the actor has. Oh yum. Okay. Uh, yum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought you said yep.
2: Unclear what I said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we were busy noticing Okan Sophia and Eski was just looking at Faisal's arm like <laughs>
2: charred world <laughs> ew
1: I always give away my what the fucks too early on
2: you can repeat them it's okay but yeah they're always worth mentioning I think what ridiculous. the
1: fuck um, the loyal one's self-defense prowess <laughs> That was yeah. stupid. Like zero. Um, but I think it probably must have been more dramatic than Zainab's vision, because I guess she underestimates them, I hope. Also, what the fuck, Sammy, like, he looks so gross and sweaty, and, like, he thinks brushing his hair is gonna make it better. I feel <laughs> like they haven't showered for weeks. And he can't,
0: he can't obey the orders to not open up the reflective surfaces for, like, a day after they already fucked up with Baron, I mean, Island and Zainab.
1: What the fuck, Zainab for being a, like uh, I, I it for me it's a plot hole that she's a bad oracle. Like if she's all seeing, she shouldn't be able to have any bias. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, like the show pacing for not telling us who the old lady is. Like, you've lost my interest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they lost my interest two episodes ago. Yeah, it's like I'm done with this.
1: What the fuck? That whole scene where we haven't discussed this where Harun like saves Vazir oh, yeah. and that's where she falls in love because he like literally whisks her in the air um, <laughs> and saves her from an, a clearly not like uncertain death because she's immortal
0: also like what the fuck was that trap thing like is that what traps look like, like what, <laughs> what animal
1: is that meant to kill a rhino what? also how does she walk into that I don't know, it's stupid. I'm so. V- it was very subtle. I'm so very what the fuck about how there's a forest in old Istanbul. And
2: <laughs> yeah, we really to like find a map and try to understand if that's Where this like is. A in our knowledge or like they're just really that dumb and they're trying to make us like we of, know that there's like, some
1: areas amazing. of Istanbul that were forests, like the like all the castles, like a bit further away that were like hunting lodges and stuff, like fine, but you can't really walk there from. Sultan Ahmed, where they lived. Yeah. So makes me very angry.
2: They they were like jaunting through it. Like it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go be sketchy in the woods. Like it was like, I'm on my
1: way somewhere and I'm going through the woods. So like, yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm going to go gather some mushrooms for
2: dinner.
1: Yeah. I definitely had a rant at length in one of our episodes about the forest.
2: (laughs) And I tried. Tried to like defend the showrunners, then I stopped because I was like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was the capital
0: of the Eastern Roman Empire for like a thousand years, so it just—I hide it hard to believe that the town was so small that there was like huntable forest within walking distance.
2: Yep.
1: Probably like two days carriage ride away, but sure, showrunners. Also,
2: if you eat your mushrooms, you'll you'll do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <a couple> days. <laughs> another like i feel like i have a ton of blood box from the episode mostly like the whole three immortal confrontation um which was like i hate it when shows like kind of build up this confrontation and this storyline for a while like for example we knew that the um ha- faisal and hakim had convinced harun to kill nisan or vizier but we weren't sure how and I think it's just not satisfying the solution that they came up with. Like, cause it was never gonna be satisfying cause they built it up for eight episodes or however long.
0: I agree. And I think that your theory about Shuren was much more convincing than her randomly killing his best friend and then him being willing to murder his the like love of his life over that. I don't know. That was very odd, very weird. And it was not convincing.
2: Also this I feel like the, what they're setting it up for is like Hakan's going to prevent all of that from happening so why not just have the daughter be the one that dies in the like current timeline if she's going to get saved anyway if they're like worried about killing a kid which is a stupid thing to be worried about anyway cuz they already killed They stabbed J-Lon you know?
0: to death in yeah, high
2: like color. <laughs> yeah. But yeah it just doesn't like okay yes they were bros but Is he going to go into a murderous rage at the love of his life?
0: Right. And not just a murderous rage, but like he has to go to the Sultan, convince him, get all the objects and then murder her. (laughs) It's like a lot of premeditation. Yes. And then what's going to happen to Haakon if he actually solves this? Is he going to wake up like having grown up on Adalar with a loving family?
1: Or he's just not going to exist.
0: Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, unless he's descended from shooting he's not going to exist.
1: Exactly, exactly. But he does look a lot like Harun, so I guess it would make sense. That he...
0: <laughs> he does look a lot
2: like
1: Harun, <laughs> which is another what the fuck for me. Why would...
2: Is it just the same actor wearing a skull cap? <laughs> Oh no!
1: No way! <laughs> yeah, I I'm still quite confused as to. Are other, well, what the fuck other immortals that became irrelevant all of a sudden? And
0: because they had other jobs. <laughs>
1: and like, why hadn't Okan seen Vizier if Vizier in theory was behind everything? And like, or did Piraye and Okan and Faisal just go off book and exclude Vizier from everything? For what part? Because Vizier, of course, had to be revived when hakan stupidly revived all the immortals uh-huh. so like where was Vizir through everything she just decided oh. to isolate herself like where was she, she for was the grasshopper she, <laughs> she had to take time to build up her
2: Instagram. like
0: following. if it's a legit ig
1: <laughs> if okan was the scientist one like and nisan knows nothing about science like it had to be okan who made the virus or like where did they learn because nisa like vizier was not really a doctor so who had the know-how to make all the plotting virus oh. shit
0: good point i guess vizier learned a few things over the years i don't know i don't know because
1: like it's been very established by the show that okan is the, the chemist person that knows all the chemistry yeah. stuff so
0: Yeah, but you're right. He wasn't around when she made the ingenious virus vaccine immortal thing. And it was um, Ruya who got all of the blood.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it was pre planned with Okan. And then when Okan was killed, they just carried it out themselves. Or the old witch came in handy again.
0: Yeah. The old witch has a lot of work to do in the next two episodes.
1: (laughs) <laughs> i think sorry i i've been throwing so many ideas around i don't think i have any more of what the fucks
0: <laughs> okay all right well thank you all so much for listening to this episode of turkish tv time next time we're going to be talking about season four episode six which is the penultimate episode of the protector very exciting hopefully we learn what's up with the witch and um we fix everything so that hakan and zeynep And Valeria and Harun can live happily ever after.
2: Maybe at the same time. Hopefully. Who knows?
0: (laughs) We dedicate this episode to Beren, Arif, and Bear Grylls for all of their help. And um, we look forward to seeing you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening.